Hey, welcome to Wednesday Night Walker. It is March. What, what day is it? What day is it now? March 22nd. Wow. Hey, uh, we are so, so close to WrestleMania. Um, tis the WrestleMania season. It is It is happening. It is now. And um, I, I, I'm going to be frank. I'm going to be frank with you. All right. I'm not that excited. Just, uh, you know, I've stated it before and I'm going to say it again. Still not that excited. Uh, sadly, sadly. Um, anyway, so this this episode is going to be, the rest of it is going to be pre-recorded. Um, I recorded this on March 13th, March 13th, I think. Um, but I had some, I had some issues going on with, um, with the episodes basically because Bray Wyatt was, uh, the rumors were he potentially walked out of the company. And of course I wanted to cover that. And so everything kind of got pushed back a week. So what you're about to hear is me. I think it was in the intro. I celebrated like a year of Wednesday Night Walker, uh, which was a week late, which is now a couple weeks late. Anyway, um, yeah, I I, I, wa- I was saying that I was super proud of everyone and uh, for sticking along and all the newcomers. Thank you for coming. And uh, we are we are. We were, we were chilling on Wednesday nights, just talking about shit, and I'm surprised that you guys are still here. Not in a bad way. I'm not putting myself down too much, but I mean, it's just crazy to me. And we've grown, and we're still growing, and I feel like we're on the cusp of just, you know, making this the full-time gig, and we're, we're right there. We're right there. We're so close. And, uh, you know, thank you to all of you for always just being there, uh, essentially, you know, and... I'm not good with all this mushy stuff. So anyway, we'll carry on. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to at least come on here. And if anything I say sounds outdated, that's why, right? Um, I wanted, I think in this episode, I talk about the WrestleMania card, um, at that moment, which was March 13th and, uh, why I'm just not excited for it. What I would have done better. Um, I even talk about a little bit about the NBA a little bit. Uh, I threw some basketball in there at the end because uh, I'm a big Bulls fan, as you guys know, and I just needed to talk about it because they made it back into the 10th place. And hopefully when this uploads, they are still in 10th place or better because um, we want them in the play-in. We want to to see them actually make it far this year. So hopefully that happens. They, they, they've been having a rough time even though they're great players. Anyway, I'm not going to get started on that one. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'll talk about it at the end of this episode anyway. So you guys will hear that from me later. Um, I hate when this happens. It's so awkward. It's so weird when this happens that I have to uh, come on here and kind of like, uh, Hey, this is the present self talking about the past self and this episode. I don't know. It's, it's super weird. So that's, that's kind of, that's what happens, man. Uh, things happen every day in the wrestling world. So you kind of have to adjust and uh, this is my adjustment. So we're going to hit that ad roll because producer T is throwing me the signal. And I will be right back. Well, my past self will be right back with, with your future present selves. Um, hmm, yeah, that's interesting. All right. Anyway, I'll be back. So, all right, we're back. And as you guys know, yeah, it's March 15th. We are halfway through March. Um, We have about, you know, two or three weeks left until WrestleMania. Um, 
And you know, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm going to be as honest as I was last week. Um, I'm not that excited for WrestleMania this year. I just, um, I'm just not, uh, I'm not going to hate it. I think I'm going to enjoy myself. I think it's going to be a fun show. I think it's going to be interesting. You know, we're going to have decent matches. We're going to, you know, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. But the excitement for WrestleMania just is not there. I, I kind of feel, I feel like a kid on, um, uh, on, on, on like a winter break, Christmas break, whatever you guys call it. Uh, and Christmas is right around the corner, right? And, you know, I should be only thinking about Christmas. I should be watching the, the Christmas movies and trying to look under the tree and see what I'm going to get possibly. And, you know, touch the presents and shake them and fucking, you know, freak out about, you know, oh, is Santa going to show up if, you know, if you believe that as a kid and, 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 uh, I don't know, whatever. Right. I feel like a kid waiting for Christmas, but this year, for some reason, I just don't care. I don't really believe in Santa anymore. You know, I know my parents are up to it. I know, I have an inkling that uh, my parents are wrapping those gifts and putting from Santa. I don't know, right? And uh, I'm just not feeling that excitement. I'm not really watching any of the movies. I'm not really buying into the season. I'm walking past all the Christmas trees and not really even glaring at them. Uh, I'm just I'm just more worried about how I have to shovel the driveway every day because it keeps snowing around here. And, um, you know, I, I feel like... <laughs> I'm not as excited. Um, that's kind of how I feel for WrestleMania. I'm not really thinking about Mania. I'm not counting down the days or the weeks until Mania is going to happen uh, like I used to. And, you know, it's just it's just not it's just not it. I don't know. I don't know. And I like I said before, I, I don't really I don't use Twitter uh, anymore. I tried to avoid Twitter as much as I can because I just I couldn't do it anymore. So I don't know what people are thinking. I don't know if you guys are excited, but you know what's really beneficial for me not to want to use Twitter is I don't, I make sure that 100% I don't know anyone else's opinions that could somehow um, subconsciously change my own, right? So I feel like that that's a really big plus, right? That I'm not using Twitter and that I'm not really, you know, I'm not checking in on what you guys are thinking and not in a very, not in a negative way, not, not in a way that I don't care, but there's so much negativity on Twitter itself that I couldn't do it. It made wrestling harder to watch because everybody would just bash anything and everything creative. And I went through this last week, so I'm not going to get into it this week, but, um, they, they bash a lot and it's, it's a little much. And I feel like sometimes, you know, I get it. Wrestling fans are fickle, but sometimes it's a little too much and it just comes off as whiny and it comes off as ungrateful and it's, it's just annoying. And I, I'm not, I'm not for it. So, um, yeah, there's plus sides to Twitter. You know, I, I know the rumors, you know, which I don't care about the rumors being what's going to happen on the shows. I hate those. I don't want to know because what's the point? It's going to ruin the fun, right? You want to be surprised. Um, I don't want to know the rumors of who's going to return. That's not fun. I want to be surprised as well. But I like the the rumors of 
this person might be injured uh, there. Uh, and then the news upon the rumors, you know, this person is hurt or this person is leaving the company or and this is why. And, you know, I like the news part of Twitter. I guess I, sh- I really shouldn't say the rumors. Um, I like the news of Twitter. I do. Um, and I don't really know how to find wrestling news without the BS, um, I guess, the ruining the show type of rumors and the uh, BS uh, tweets about just bashing shit for no reason. So, you know, I, I've tried I've tried a few uh, different uh, websites for sports. You know, Bleacher Report was one of my favorites and it was always, you know, showing me what to... Anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about this. Listen... Um, I don't know if, if I'm speaking out of line here, but I, I don't think anyone is as excited for WrestleMania as we used to be. Um, I, I don't want to speak for you guys. Like I said, I don't know what you guys are feeling, but for me personally, I guess I just, I don't know, man is there a way I can make it better? You know, um, I feel like there's not really that story for, for, for these matches. I feel like they're, they're okay. I'm, I mean, people are saying maybe Rey Mysterio and Dominic will finally go at it at Mania. Um, they've been building towards it and it feels like if they don't do it, it might be a little random if they change their minds again. Uh, but it seems like they, they might. And that story is there. Um, you know, let me look up the, the card right now. Let me see if they added any more matches in. Let me look up here. We got WrestleMania. What are we on? 39? For fuck's sake. Jeez. 39. That's wild. Scroll down here. Go to Wikipedia. Okay. All right. I mean, there's there's one or two here. Uh Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, and if this sounds a little bit like last week, hear me out. Reigns and Rhodes. All right. The way I would make this better, right? The way that I would actually try to make this match better is I would take out Cody Rhodes. Hear me out. And I would put in, you know, this is going to sound probably dumb to 80% of you, uh, Jey Uso. I think that's what I would do. I honestly think that's what I would do. I would make it Roman Reigns going against Jey Uso. And um, maybe I wouldn't. I don't know if Jey is the one to, to dethrone Roman, is he? At Mania? I mean, it's a lot. That is a hard decision. Cody Rhodes seems like the guy to beat someone for a championship. But I don't know if that someone is Roman. I get it, you know, Roman trained in NXT, but so did a lot of people. And I get it, you know, maybe his dad did like Roman, but they're, you know, it's a stretch about how they're doing this. I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. Maybe Jay, I just want, I want a little bit more of a story. I wish someone from the bloodline would have turned and faced Roman and beat him I wanted something that's why I was going for Sammy I know Sammy wasn't really in you know but you know he is the honorary oos right (laughs) and uh I thought maybe that was gonna be I don't know something and of course I didn't think he was gonna win especially at chamber I'm not you know 
Can you imagine Roman Reigns dropping his belts at, at the chamber before WrestleMania? That would make no sense. So, of course, I know um, he's not going to go in. But, you know, whatever. Um, maybe Jay, but that's what I would do. I, I Not specifically that, but someone from the family. I wanted, you know, that's why a lot of people were riding on The Rock, man. But doesn't look like that's going to happen. Uh you know, Flair and Ripley, the the reason I don't care about that is because it just, I get it, you know, Ripley is strong, she is, you know, a little scary, right? And Flair, she's supposed to be also strong, but in a different way to where she's a showman, a showwoman, showman, and, you know, just like her father, and, you know, you got the pedazzled shit, and, you know, you look fancy and rich, and you're just you know, supposed to be rich and really good at what you do. I get it. You know, it, it's, it, it makes sense in a, in a way, but for some reason, I feel like having flair as this, you know, look at me, I'm pristine. I'm pedazzled and, and rich and, and good at what I do. And then Asuka coming out in her crazy ass, um, version of herself to where she's kind of a little bit loose in the head. It seems and more of a vicious competitor. Imagine that. I feel like that'd be a little bit better. And you could say the same thing about Rhea. You know, she's she's a little bit loose in the head. You know, she's with Judgment Day, who I feel like they should all be a little bit loose in the head. They're heels. And, uh, you know, Ripley is also vicious. And I think that does fit in with the flair thing. Kind of like what I said about Asuka. But... Asuka going against Belair, we we want to see Asuka win, but we also want to see Belair win. That is the only reason I think Asuka should go against Flair, because we want to see Asuka win and Flair lose, right? I'm not saying everybody, but the majority would like to see that happen. Um, and then we would want to see, oh, but then, but then you got Ripley, where people want to see her have the championship and people want to also see Belair as champion still. Wow. Yeah, no, I see I see what they're doing. I see why it's fucked up. I see why they either way you go, there's going to be an issue. Huh. That's interesting. Okay, well let's move on. Let's go Lesnar and Omas. Um you know, there's an easy way to fix that. I just wouldn't have the match. Okay, next. <laughs> Here's the thing. Lesnar and Omas. I get it. Let's get Omas over. Let's put him against Lesnar. I get it. But maybe I would have had that at the chamber. Maybe, you know, probably probably for the best. Um Gunther needs to face someone. Uh and it and it looks like it it's gonna either be Sheamus or McIntyre or both in a triple threat. I wouldn't mind a triple threat, to be honest. We Didn't we see Sheamus and Gunther at some point? Was it the one in the UK? And wasn't that a fantastic match? Yeah. And then Drew faced Roman in the UK, right? Wasn't that the card? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. But I would like to see Gunther taking on both. Because why not? You know, that's the story that they're in. What I mean, think about it. Sheamus is going to lose and then face who? Or McIntyre is going to lose and face who? You know, they should both face Gunther. I think that's a great, 
Great idea. That They might be pushing for it. I don't know. Um, Theory and Cena. Listen to this one. We talked a lot about this on this past weekend, so I'm not going to get too, too into it. But Theory taking on John Cena, right? I like it. I'm into it. I really am. And, uh, you know, it's kind of that story that a lot of, like, me and Austin Theory, we're about the same age, okay? And we both had this, I mean, I mean, I don't know, I'm just speaking, you know, generally, but a lot of people our age grew up idolizing John Cena. John Cena was my favorite from, you know, probably 2006 to to 2011 or no, 2012, 2006 to 2012. I think he was like my favorite, you know, and I was, you know, I was born in 99. So I was like seven years old to, to 12 or 13. And, um, you know, I was at elimination chamber in 2012 when he faced Kane in that, uh, was it like a street fight or something? And, you know, I, I had the Cena shirt on and, you know, yada, yada, was it rise above hate or something? Um, where it was like blue and red and all that. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, I was a huge Cena mark and, uh, you know, it's because I was a kid and I grew up idolizing him because he was, you know, kind of the person to root for him when you're a child. And I'm not even hating at all. That's just kind of who he is and how WWE booked him. Right. But he's a great guy for that. You know, he's someone to look up to. He's, he's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, um, we all wanted to grow up and of course face John Cena. Right. I was like, you know what? I think John might still be there once, you know, I'm old enough and maybe I'll be in the WWE at that's at, at that point. And I would love to face John Cena. Right. <clears throat> and then just, you know, maybe beat him at Mania and, and, and kind of like pass the torch. And I would become, you know, the next John Cena, right? And, uh, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I, I, I kind of looked like I could be his kid when I was when I was younger. You know, we had the same type of uh, same type of uh, look, you know, and I had the buzz cut, you know, the jean shorts because that's what was popular back then. And uh, a lot of people, you know, when we would jump on uh, the trampoline and wrestle, do backyard stuff with the friends. I would always have to be John Cena. They'd say, well, obviously Jeff is Cena. Um, and then, you know, or Dean, oops. <laughs> uh, but, you know, anyway. Um, so, of course, I'm into the theory and Cena match because of that reason. So I can relate heavily to, to this storyline. And I am just, you know... Super, super happy for Austin Theory, and I'm, I, I mean, he, dude looks phenomenal, he moves great, I think he has charisma, I think he has what it takes, and of course he's just young to the point where he doesn't have all of it, but he has a lot of it, and most people don't even have it to begin with, so you really have to look at it from that perspective, and I think he could be something, you know, um, so I'm I'm assuming Cena's not going to stick around uh, and be the U.S. champion. So Austin Theory's kind of got to win, right? So that's I mean, just to see that play out is going to be crazy. Um, and then this one I don't, you know, I mean it's nostalgic, I guess. But we got Stratus, Lita, and Lynch taking on Damage Control. I haven't been into Damage Control not once because they debuted and I said, oh shit. And then the next person came out. I said, oh shit. And then, then the next person I said, oh my God, they're a trio. And then they came out at, uh, and attacked and that was at SummerSlam or, or so. Right. 
and uh, it, it was exciting. But after that, I really just couldn't latch on. And I tried. I, you know, as I'm skimming through the show, uh, you know, moving past the shit I don't care about, you know, they would come on and I would stop and I'd say, all right, let's see what's going on. And they would do their thing. And I would just say, ah, yeah, maybe next week, maybe they, maybe they'll hit next week. And they didn't hit and they still haven't hit anything. So for me, for me. And, uh, you know, that's just, um, but it's great for them. I mean, they're going to face, they're going to face, uh, you know, Lynch, of course, she's already going to be a legend. Um, but they're going to face Lita and Stratus. I mean, that's cool, right? Um, I'm sure that's one of their dreams growing up kind of like theory and Cena, right? And, you know, and then Lynch, she, they, she gets to work with them too, because they're partners. So, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a nostalgic act. I don't really think it's going to be, you know, a 10 out of 10 five-star classic, but you know, it, maybe it'll just be all right. It'll be what it is. And, you know, nostalgic wise, you know, fuck it. And that's what we got so far. I mean, we have, we have Bray Wyatt and, um, who Bobby Lashley, right? Um, you know, Bobby Lashley, who, uh, who, who did that? Lesnar? Um, I'm fine with it, you know, I'm fine with it because I know that, you know, regardless, they're probably not going to do anything with those two if they didn't have a match, sadly, even though there's probably a million different things that they could be doing at this point, um, and, you know, Lashley, he deserves a lot better, and, and then you got Bray Wyatt, who, geez, man, like, I, you know, myself and myself and everybody else, I guess, we all probably thought that, that Bray Wyatt was going to be a main event star under Triple H. It's one of those guys that you look at and go, man, Vince really fucked up on that one. Can't believe they let him go. You know, I wish he would come back under Triple H because he would be on top of the world. And where is he? He is worse off than he was under Vince. That is insane. I, I don't even know how that's possible, but it is. And I know I know Cordell made a joke uh, not too long ago, too, but seriously, I mean, there's some truth behind it. What is he going to have? A, uh, a Cinnamon Toast Crunch match at WrestleMania? I mean, wh- how is this going to work? Is it going to be... Well, here's an idea. <laughs> here's an idea. Picture Jericho's mimosa match, right? The way that <laughs> the way this has to end is Bobby Lashley spears Bray Wyatt into a bowl of cereal, a, a big bowl of cereal full of milk, and then Kurt Angle comes out and he and then he starts to drink the milk. Mm-hmm. That's that's how that's how we're gonna book it because the the match is a joke. And WrestleMania is seeming to be not that great. And uh, don't get me wrong, I love Kurt Angle. I love Bobby Lashley. I love Bray Wyatt. But what the fuck is going on? What is happening between the... What, what, what is this? Why, why the fuck does Bobby Lashley give a shit about Bray? You know? What? what? Like, <laughs> come on, man. So I think the only way that I would I would be able to go around this is I would have... Brock Lesnar taking on Bobby Lashley in their final rematch at WrestleMania. Then, that is when 
ooh, this isn't bad. By the way, if you hear the noise in the background, I think the garbage guy is coming around the studio here for pickup. So if you hear that, just ignore it. Um, <laughs> but where was I? I was I was getting to something good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lashley and, and Lesnar, even though we've seen it a lot, they need to finish their story. So they finish it at WrestleMania. Lesnar is about to win. He is, he's destroyed Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley has destroyed him. But, but Lashley's about to take the fall. And that is when the Hurt Business officially rejoins, comes out with MVP, right? You got, you got your Cedric Alexander, your Shelton Benjamin, and they come out and they stare down Brock Lesnar. And that's when Lashley wins defeats Brock Lesnar and then they all gang up on him and kind of write Lesnar off of TV for a while I think that'll probably be best um and then you know the the you got some you know side stories with that you know Lesnar and uh Shelton Benjamin have a history right of course Lesnar and um yeah I wouldn't say MVP never mind they were kind of different times. Anyway, those two have history, and uh, you know, obviously Alexander has no history with Lesnar. But I think that'll be something. You know, the Hurt Business comes out and helps, you know, distract him a little bit. And I don't know. I I don't know. I would say that. But see, booking is hard. You know, because then you have to go. Well, where are they going after that? Um, why would this person lose and not the other? It's it's tough. It's not easy. So. I don't know, but that's so far the card that I see on um, on the internet here on the old interweb. So right now I'm I'm not you know it's whatever it's fine. I think it'll be a fine event. I think it'll it won't be bad, you know. And I I can see the the little bit of a conundrum that they're in for WrestleMania and the booking of it. I get it. Um, like I said, it ain't easy. And uh, even me, I'm I'm having troubles. Even myself, you know, trying to look through this match and trying to figure out who the hell they would face um and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be very blunt this episode was going to be a fantasy booking for wrestlemania but honestly i don't even know what to do i stared at that roster for so long and was like i don't know um i can give you some ideas one of my main ideas was um i was hoping that you know, I'm okay with with Theory and Cena. But I would like to see John Cena take on Randy Orton. I think that should be John Cena's final match. I think Orton should retire Cena. Um, whether that be at this Mania or the next or the next after that. And some people are saying this is Cena's last WrestleMania because he was so emotional coming back. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but... You know, I, I don't know, man. I, I had some I had some ideas going, and uh, I honestly, most of it is gone. You know, Seth Rollins and Roman would have been fun. Um, like I said, Cena and Orton would have been fun. I like, not necessarily all the time. It has to be a long-term storytelling type of match, long-term booking type of match. But having, you know, these, these old feuds come back, just once, just as a one-off, you get some closure. And I think that's why, you know, I would have wanted, you know, somebody else with Roman. But 
you know, it's fine. I'm happy for Cody. I, I'm hoping he wins. I'm hoping that he moves on and does, you know, you know, great feuds. Uh, I'm sure Rollins, if, if, if Rhodes will win, I'm sure Rollins is going to be like, oh shit, I'm going to go after Rhodes again, especially now he has the title. So I can see that, um, you know, there's a lot of potential matches. Um, you know, we could see Randy Orton taking on Cody Rhodes for the, for the undisputed championship. If they're going to keep it together, I don't, I don't think they should keep it together. You know, the other show kind of needs a bit of a, uh, bit of a championship here, not just the U S but, um, you know, a world title, uh, that'd be great. But yeah, I think that, I think that would be fun. You know, there's a lot of matches that Cody could have a lot of fresh matchups that we, um, either haven't seen in a long time or have never seen. So anyway, yeah, this, this was the episode. That's my, um, I guess that's my, uh, little bit of a breakdown for WrestleMania. And before you go, before you go, I do want to say congratulations to the bulls. Um, I don't know if there's any Chicago, Chicago people here. Um, I know we have some people listening in Chicago, but I don't know how many people are. I don't know um, how many of you are right now. Um, but damn, man, we made it back to 10th place. We are now in the play-in for the tournament. Uh, the play-in tournament, we are going to hopefully keep going. And we have to hope that everybody who's below us keeps losing. <laughs> we have to hope that we keep winning. Because if we get passed up again, I lost hope for a little bit. I was so upset. I was like, no, there's no way. Um, because I, I know it, on paper, we don't look like that great of a team. Um, but I really think that we're a good team, man. I think we got great players. Um, I just don't know why it's not connecting. But, uh, you know, uh, I try to keep I try to keep this out of the um, the wrestling, you know, you know, podcast <laughs> that we're in, but uh, I do want to speak to you guys. I mean, this is my solo episode of the week. This is what I, this is what I'm into. I'm into, I'm into the NBA. I'm into basketball. I'm into, I'm into the bulls, man. I want them to win. I want them to do great. Um, this was one of my first seasons in a long time where I watched every single game, um, from the bulls, not, not in general, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, there's 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 things I can say that they could do better. There's things that I but I don't want to come off as that guy who just complains about it. But I will say that they are all individually great, and you know we really need to tie it in together. I'm hoping Pat Bev really ties it in. Of course, that's kind of what we're all hoping. Um, and you can see him; he's coaching the hell out of there, um, out there uh, towards towards uh, who was it? Um, towards Vooch the other day when he. He was kind of guarding somebody and looking at him, and he wasn't looking at the ball, and it went right past him, and 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 uh, and Pat Bev went right onto him, and and you know I love Vooch, but yeah, I mean that's really good that you know he's getting on everyone's ass, and I'm hoping if he fucks up, people get on his ass. That's what teams do, man. That's what teams got to do. Um, it can't all be it can't be all about just grabbing the ball, shooting the three, grabbing the ball, shooting the three. That's what they do a lot, and I feel like you know. We got to really, you know, keep passing it, keep passing it, really fucking freak out the other team, not knowing where the hell's anything going to go. And if you have to shoot the three, go ahead, because that's, you know, beneficial. But if you can get in, if you can get closer, if you can do you, just keep pushing. If you keep if you keep pushing towards the fucking uh, hoop and making all the twos, dude, you're fine. If you make, you know, a couple threes, that's great. But you know what I mean? You got to just keep driving forward. And I think that's their problem is that they stop driving. They don't pass much. And then they all just shoot the three. 
And you got Levine, you got DeRozan, and DeRozan's my favorite guy. Um, so I get it, you know, we got a lot of great, you know, shooters on the team, but I mean, sometimes you just got to think about, you know, every other player. And um, I know that I know they do, but I'm sure, you know, it's kind of instinct at this point to kind of shoot it and, uh, you know, and, 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 and Pat Bev, he's the one who's helping with the passing, man. He's helping passing. He's, he's going to be giving it more to Levine, more to DeRozan. And I'm sure, you know, when, when the time's right, they can shoot those fucking threes and get him. Um, anyway, I just, I'm just hoping, you know, this is a great team. We really have to try to drive through the rest of these games and win as much as we can. And, uh, it's my birthday this weekend. I'll be 24 on March 18th. So, uh, pretty fun. And, uh, March 18th, actually the bulls will be coming to Chicago where we are, of course. And I think they're going up against Miami heat. So maybe I'll be at the game. Maybe, maybe you guys will see me there. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't really know what I'm planning. I'm letting the girl plan my weekend. Cause, uh, she wants to kind of treat me and try to, you know, do things for me. Um, so I'm just letting her do her thing, and I'm kind of seeing how this goes. So maybe I'll be there, maybe not. And if not, you know, oh well. I'll watch it on TV. I don't really, it's it's all good. Um. So anyway, that that's my life. That's that's me. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm into. It's uh, yeah. And you know what? It's been it's been a, a over now over now a year of Wednesday nights. So I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a coffee sip because my throat is getting dry as fuck. So. Let's take a sip of this coffee. I am drinking a Pike Place. Yes. A little bit of half and half cream, just a dash. No sugar, because I want to taste that roasty coffee. <laughs> okay, that was it for coffee talk. If you guys know what that is, you can go ahead and, you know, laugh along with the inside joke. If you don't know what coffee talk is, then I'm very sorry that you had to hear that. Okay, anyway, I'll see you in the next one. Goodbye.